Hello. Hello. Hello, and welcome to Grace Online. We're really excited for you to be able to receive an encouraging word from Scripture today. Because we know that God is already here, and He is ready to be with you. And let's get ready to hear today's message. Today's message will be from the Psalms, the 40th Psalm. It begins, I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. He set my feet on a rock. He gave me a firm place to stand. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear the Lord and put their trust in him. Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, who does not look to the proud, to those who turn aside to false gods. Many, Lord my God, are the wonders you have done, the things you planned for us. None can compare with you. Were I to speak and tell of your deeds, they would be too many to declare. Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but my ears you have opened. Burnt offerings and sin offerings you did not require. Then I said, here I am, I have come. It is written about me in the scroll. I desire to do your will, my God. Your law is within my heart. I proclaim your saving acts in the great assembly. I do not seal my lips, Lord. As you know, I do not hide your righteousness in my heart. I speak of your faithfulness and your saving help. I do not conceal your love and your faithfulness from the great assembly. Do not withhold your mercy from me, Lord. May your love and faithfulness always protect me, for troubles without number surround me. My sins have overtaken me, and I cannot see. They are more than the hairs of my head, and my heart fails within me. Be pleased to save me, Lord. Come quickly, Lord, to help me. May all who want to take my life be put to shame and confusion. May all who desire my ruin be turned back in disgrace. May those who say to me, aha, aha, be appalled at their own shame. But may all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. May those who long for your saving help always say, the Lord is great. But as for me, I am poor and needy. May the Lord think of me. You are my help and my deliverer. You are my God. Do not delay. This is the word of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Well, this is the beginning of a series on Psalms, the songbook of Scripture. This is like our hymnals that we have in the pews, full of songs from so long ago, this one written by King David. And I shared with Pastor Chris when he was saying we were going to start and do this series, I've always had a problem with the Psalms. 
I was always taught, and I do still believe, that the Word of God is in those pages of Scripture. Most faith traditions all around the world are books that people write about God and their recollections and experiences about God. But the Bible is God's Word to us. It is what He spills out for us. Scripture tells us that all Scripture is God-breathed. And so what do I do when I look at these psalms and see people talking to God? That's the wrong direction. What am I supposed to do with this? It's supposed to be God speaking to us, but we're finding God's Word when we look up to Him. I, I was, I've always had trouble with that. Took all those classes in seminary where I actually would go up to take electives in the Psalms to try to work through this. And then I've studied the Psalms and come to, to find that the Word of God is there. That it is in Christ and we find Him here in the Psalms. So I just went to whatever the Psalm was for today. The prescribed reading was Psalm 40. And there he is. Before I used to go and I would look in the Psalms and I probably, maybe some of you do the same thing, I would look in the Psalms and I'm going, well, they're written about people having troubles. So you almost wanted to put tabs in the Psalms saying, well, the day when I'm feeling really sad, I'll turn to this, the sad tab and I'll read that one because I'm feeling sad. Oh, I'm really happy today. Let's read that one. And it was almost like an encyclopedia of my felt needs and experiences. And I thought, that's just me telling God. And that is wonderful. God wants to hear that in prayer. How many parents, what parent doesn't want their child to sit there in their lap and spill out all they're going through and what they're feeling and experiencing? Boy, I'm just, you know, is there ever enough time to hear your child tell them what they're thinking? But this is different. It's, it's a song and it's supposed to be God's word. And how is it? coming to me, well, I'll look and I'll just go through the tabs and I'll find the, what makes me feel good today. And it just didn't seem to ring that I was hearing God's word until I realized Christ is in the songs. These are the songs that we sing. And just as God gives us Christ in his word, we find Christ in his word when we turn in song to him. So I'm going to go through the psalm here. I normally don't preach what we call exegetically, going from verse to verse, but I'll go through it here quickly. And here we'll find, see what we find. The first sentence is great. I waited patiently for the Lord. You know in the Hebrew what it says? I waited, and I waited, and I waited, and I waited. And they figured somebody's saying, oh, I'm going to wait. Oh, and I'll wait some more, and I'll wait some more. And they translate it patiently. If it's like you... If you're like me, I waited, and then I waited, and I waited, I waited, I waited. I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire, and he set my feet on a rock. He gave me a firm place to stand, and he put a new song in my mouth. You're familiar with the band U2, their song 40, 40th Psalm. This is a song they sing. 
been recorded for a long time. I didn't realize how long it was. I went to, last weekend, I was visiting a congregation with two young pastors, and I said, this band, you too, you know, I'm too old for that, and all this, and, uh, you know, they, they wrote this, is this something you guys know? And I say, oh, well, we kind of think we remember it. I'm going, oh, it must not have been that popular until I found out that it was written in 1983, you know, 40 years ago, 30 years ago. It was just, I was 40, there you go. You know, these kids weren't even born. I was in U2's wheelhouse, and I, anyway. <laughs> A hymn of praise to our God. When we are people of faith, we have the song of faith. When we are not, we have the song of this world, and we'll talk about that later. And many of us, the psalm goes on, many will see and fear the Lord and put their trust in him. And that's a word we a lot of times have trouble with, fear the Lord. Why am I supposed to be afraid of God? Well, we are. We'll talk about it in a little bit. But just to let you know, it's not that we fear the Lord in himself. We fear who we are. We have an honest look at how we truly are. And we stand before the Lord in fear, not of him, but of ourselves. And then he starts, David does, building this idea of obedience to God and what it must look like. Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord. We just talked about many will see and fear and they'll put their trust in him. Blessed is that one who will trust the Lord, who does not look to the proud, who, to those who turn aside from false gods. We're beginning to build this sense of of obedience. And then there's the one, many, Lord, my God, are the wonders that you have done, the things you planned for us. None can compare with you. Were I to speak and tell of your deeds, they would be too many to declare. Folks, that's almost word to word for what the Apostle John ended his gospel with. There's not enough books in the world to hold everything that Jesus did. David has turned us to look and see Christ. That in this obedience, we see not only God, but we see the man, Jesus, who just like us, experiencing all of what we did, modeled for us what obedience is. And all the good things are now being pointed to here by David are what John says Jesus does. And now it gets really easy, the next part. Because we have a principle in interpreting Scripture that Scripture interprets Scripture. When we have a question on what this means, we look elsewhere in Scripture for it to describe to us what it means. And when we go to the book of Hebrews, chapter 10, it directly quotes this next psalm verse directly says consequently when Jesus comes he says and then he this is in Hebrews he says and it's quoted right here sacrifice and offering I did not desire but my ears you have opened burnt offerings and sin offerings you do not require then I said here I am I have come 
It is written about me in the scroll. I desire to do your will, my God. Your law is within my heart. End quote. Christ, right there in the scriptures, right in, in, in Psalms, for us to see there is the man Jesus, God as well. Right there we find Christ in the Psalms. And David goes on to, pre, to say, I proclaim your saving acts in the great assembly. I did not seal my lips, Lord, as you know. I did not hide your righteousness in my heart. I speak of your faithfulness and your saving help. I did not conceal your love and your faithfulness from the great assembly, the works of Christ on earth. Showing us what a rich and righteous life looks like. A life dedicated to the Lord. A life without sin. Which causes David then to stop and reflect. Do not withhold your mercy from me, Lord. He realizes now that he has seen the Lord and his righteousness. He needs mercy. May your love and faithfulness always protect me. For, your trouble, for troubles without numbers surround me. My sins have overtaken me. I cannot see. Then he says this. And then how many of us could say this as well? My sins have overtaken me and I cannot see. They are more than the hairs on my head and my heart fails within me. Please be be pleased to save me, Lord. Come quickly. This is where the fear of the Lord comes in. This is where we, in our honesty of who we truly are, just sinners trying to get by, what happens when we come in the face of a holy and righteous God? It's not them that we recoil from. We look at ourselves and say, I'm not worthy. You know, you go and you find somebody famous that you walk up to, and what's the first thing you do? You check in, oh, see, my hair's right. If I got anything, how's my teeth? You know, you're afraid of how you're going to be seen because you realize you're not that same person as they are. You're not as famous as they are. You go in for that job, and you've got your resume, and it's your dream job, and you're excited to be there, but you're, God, you're afraid. Are they going to find me out? Are they going to find that one thing I had on Facebook when I was 14 years old? You're afraid because of coming before the Lord because finally you are coming out of that darkness. And as it says here, you see first the Lord and you are in fear. Because now you can truly see the light is shining brightly. The path is there lighted and there is Christ in his glory, in his brightness. The light of life. Righteous. And we're not. And we fear that. First thing we do when we crawl Christ into our midst, we confess. Look at me. Well, how many times do we see this when people come up to Christ or to, and they say, I'm a sinner? 
I don't belong in your midst. So David cries out for mercy. May all who want to take my life be put to shame and confusion. May all who desire, all who desire my ruin be turned to, gra- to disgrace. May all those who say, aha, aha, be appalled at their own shame. There are those who do not see, who sing a different song. We may sing this song of faith with eyes that see Christ and our necessity for him. Christ has given us his light to see the world. Most of the world doesn't have that. And they just don't care. And they see us and cannot figure us out. The song of this world is what? I want it, therefore I need it, therefore I deserve it, therefore I have a right to it. That's the song of this world. I was just watching TV the other day, famous discount place. It's over there on beach. The name starts with W, great big box store. We have a sale. Come in and buy all this stuff that you want because it's cheap. And that means you can have more money to go home, put it away in the bank. No, to buy more stuff because when you have, they literally said, because when you buy more stuff, you'll be happier. That's the song of this world, to have more. When they see us and our song of faith, it makes no sense. They can't process it, and they ridicule us. Well, I was at lunch this last week, and I walked into this place, and a man was sitting at a table by himself. I walked by, he's got the Bible open to a psalm. God speaking to somebody around here? Um, and so when he got up to leave, there weren't very many people in the, in the restaurant. He went around, and he had been working on this Bible story, and he had it printed out, and he walked around, and he handed us each one. Here, would, please, would you like this? Dropped it on the table. I looked at it. There's some interesting stuff. But as I was walking out, two ladies were sitting there, and they picked it up, and they were looking. I don't know what it's about. I don't know what it's about. Oh, Do you know about where are you going in eternal life? Oh, I knew the guy was crazy. That was her words. That's what the world thinks of. That's the song of this world. You're crazy. We're crazy. Because we have this song of faith that we sing to our Lord. That we see our need for him. We see that we are sinners and he is not. And we need righteousness that we do not have, but he has. And in that golden exchange, he became our sin and we became his righteousness. And we give him thanks for that. Our psalm ends. But may all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. May those who long for your saving help always say, the Lord is great. But as for me, I am poor and needy, poor and needy most likely in spirit, in strength, in righteousness. At least my hand goes up. May the Lord think of me. You, Christ, the one we found in the scriptures, are my help and my deliverer. You are my God, do not delay.
When we look at the Psalms, when we look at any page of Scripture, we find Christ. From the beginning to the end, we find him calling to us so that we may see him, see who we are, and hear his promise of forgiveness and salvation so that we may say to our Lord, our Father, your kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The peace of God which surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. If you'd like more information about our church, please visit us online at gracehb.org.